Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Good afternoon. We switched it up. We're podcasting in the afternoon. Hey, Christy, how are you doing? Hello, I'm well. How are you? Good. It's uh, afternoon, but I'm still slurping coffee. It doesn't ooh. matter what time of day. I'm over here slurping coffee. <laughs> um, that sounds great. Actually, I feel like I'm hitting a midday slump when it's rainy out. It really affects my tiredness, energy. Yeah, I'm pretty much like a rain or shine. I need a 3 p.m. cup of Joe. Nice. And it does not affect your sleep at not night? Not at all. Not at all. Knock okay. on wood. I, I don't think that's a healthy good thing, though. <laughs> it's not something I should be uh, boasting about. I think it means that my some sort of receptors are fried out. <laughs> some receptor. Your coffee receptor is working. Coffee no. receptor is fried. <laughs> um, no, that sounds great. Um, well, how was your day? Tell me about where you and Ruby went. It was great. So we, um, we go in the summertime, there's like this group of friends. I, I actually, um, started doing it last summer with Ruby. It's called nature adventure club. There's an Instagram account and it is very inclusive to anyone that wants to join. Um, but we just meet at different parks around Columbus um, moms with their kiddos. And at the end of the year, you get like a little badge. Um, that's cute. You can iron it on something. I know. So anyway, today was the first meetup for this summer. And, um, it was, I didn't know if we would continue to do this. I'm not going to drive to Columbus every time, but it was like on the East side of Columbus, um, really close to my brother and sister-in-law's house. And so I was like, oh, we'll go to that and I'll pick up my nephew because they just had a baby. So I thought I would give them a little reprieve. So we picked up my nephew and he came with us and it was so fun. It was um, Chestnut Ridge, I think, Metro Park. Have you ever been there? I don't think I have. Uh Uh-uh. But that sounds so fun. It was great. We just hiked. The kids played. I always love when I can just, you know, have half conversations with other moms while our kids (laughs) are dressed constantly. (laughs) But it was good. Oh my gosh, that is so true. You like can't even finish anything. What were we talking about? And then it's like, yeah. so funny. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you tried and it's we fun did. for them. So that's good. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. I know. What did you do today? Not much. We, um, Abel had a camp. The rest of us are just bumming around, you know, as pool folk when it's not nice outside we don't have anything to do but actually weather what I know it's weird my kids were playing nicely with Legos though so that made me happy and I felt like I should maybe be cleaning but I don't know I ran around so nothing too exciting nothing too too exciting to report when we lived in Columbus I had a cleaning schedule where I would do something every day for 10 or 15 minutes. And so my house was never clean all at the same time, but at any given moment, nothing was too dirty because I clean the same thing every Monday, clean this, like 
Sunday is my toilet cleaning day, you know, that sort of thing. On Mondays, I would wipe down the stovetop. So everything was fairly clean all the time. And it was a big house. Like it was three floors and four bathrooms. And and I cleaned just a little bit here and there. It didn't feel overwhelming. Um, but now that we've moved here where I'm living in a sardine can, I haven't <laughs> cleaned in, I have not cleaned in weeks. Like I couldn't tell you. And I also can't explain why, except that I just, we're just outside all the time now. So I don't yeah. think about it. I don't know. It's so bizarre. I have a much smaller house and it's way dirtier than when we lived in the city. And I don't, I really don't care. I don't know why. Yes. I think I'm that glad you opted out out of cleaning. I think it's an interesting mindset thing to talk about. I get really motivated when we have people over to clean like that gets me off my butt to clean. Otherwise, um, it's just not really like a stress reliever to me. I don't love it. And I find it overwhelming, but mostly it's like kids trinkety stuff that I want them yeah. to take away, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that is funny. It's like, I don't know. I get in a role or we find something else to do. And I'm like, oh, I can't see it out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. It's terrible. Sure. Oh, we have a dark one. at some point. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So hopefully the weather will turn its act around for our nice July 4th because we're coming upon a new month soon. I know. Oh, we need to talk about our new monthly challenge. Wait, yeah. how did you do with grounding? Well, I'm sad to say, I don't think I did great. I mean, I tried to do it most days, but maybe I did do it most days, just like not even thinking about it. I didn't intentionally, like the rest of the challenges, I felt like I intentionally spent time in the morning doing them. So maybe I guess my feet hit the ground most days. I don't know. Yeah. How about you? Um. I feel like our grounding has gone up like 10,000%. Yeah. Um, but I do. Yeah. So anyway, that was a good month for me because I, uh, because I'm already doing it naturally. I yeah. didn't have to try. Um, That's good. Yeah. So we'll have to think of a new, um, come up with a new one for July. Do you have anything on the spot or should we talk about it later? Yeah, maybe later. I don't know. Let's see if it comes to me. But I do want to continue with the grounding. While it's nice out, the summer, rising with the sun, and grounding are two good things. Um, yeah, let's think about it and report back. Okay. Things that we can do in the summer. I like those, the summer what things. What are you doing for the fourth? We will, the fourth, we'll probably be back here and maybe going to the parade. We haven't been in a while. And then... The weekend, we're going to spend some time at my parents' house. How about you? We're going to Lake Erie this weekend to hang out with our friends who have a house on Catawba Island, and they just bought a boat this year. So we'll go out. I'm assuming we'll take the boat out on the lake and and just hang. It should be fun. I don't know. That's fun. Um, I, are you a fourth? I'm a fourth. I'm a July 4th kind of gal. I, I really love that holiday. I think it's like so celebratory and fun without any stress of like prep, you know, like Christmas is celebratory and fun, but there's a whole lot that goes into the beforehand July 4th. I don't know. You just kind of show up. Like, it's just fun. I, I feel, feel like. the same exact way. I like it. You can be like happy and celebrate 
without having to gift every single person something or feel like I don't worry about like what I wear. I just pick something that morning. You know, it's just very low key. Yeah, it is. And like even the food, like even the food prep, like if you think about Thanksgiving food prep versus 4th of July food prep, it's like everything is just so much more simple in the summer to just like throw some burgers on the grill and mm-hmm. toss together some like pasta salad and then you and then everyone's happy, you know. <laughs> Yes, a thousand percent. I feel the same way. Yeah, I love July 4th. Fireworks. We got our dog though in December, so I'm anxious to see how he's going to do with fireworks. Our old dog did not love the fireworks, so that'll be interesting. Yeah, hopefully he'll be okay. Poor guys. If they could just understand, it's supposed to be fun. Yeah, instead it's anxiety inducing. Um, Did you find a farmhand for the weekend? We did. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, she's, um, she's just a a girl that's lives locally and I have not met her yet. (laughs) She's going to come over tomorrow and I'll show her around. Yeah. So I pray that, you know, when you leave like that, it's like, okay, as long as everyone's alive, when I get back, like, I I really don't care what goes down. Just like keep everyone alive. Would you? Um, would you? And luckily we have, we don't have that many animals to take care of right now. So it was fairly easy to find yeah. someone. But still somebody who has eyes on your little buddies. Yes, for sure. Good, okay. good. Well, yeah. I'm excited. Well, I cannot believe that we are nearing towards the middle of school. Well, is it the middle of summer? I don't know. I know like tip, like technically summer just happened last week, but I feel like once it hits July, like my kids go back mid-August to school, so it feels like almost midsummer. I was, yeah, I was just talking to the moms at the Nature Adventure Club today. Like, I already feel like like I had to really change my mindset this week. I had a conversation with myself because I was out in my garden, and my garden is not thriving this year. And I think I just planted everything way too late. Like I did from seed, and so I should have started it a long time ago. And I started it after Mother's Day. And so everything is just way behind. And I told myself, like, summer's like already over and this garden is like a flop. And summer is not already over. But I, but it does feel like once like July hits, it's like <clears throat> prepping to go back to school. Like, you know, it just, I don't know. It just feels like it's, almost over, but it's not like, we shouldn't say that because we still have so much time left, you know? Yeah. So much time. And it's not summer necessarily. I'm thinking in terms of like break and the kids and school. And I know you're doing like year round homeschool. So maybe you don't feel like that as much too. I kind of had like a hard stop and start date. So, you know, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, it doesn't really matter for us all too much, but, um, okay. Let's chat. I'm excited to chat about this topic today. Um, you want to introduce it? Yes. So like many of things, we saw this on Instagram and I don't know if anybody follows her, but Mel Robbins has a podcast who I have not listened to that podcast, but she does little cute clips on her Instagram page. And the clip was, it said the quote unquote, let them theory will change your life. So naturally I clicked on it because I wanted to know it was going to change my life. 
And the theory was talking about allowing people to do what they're going to do. For instance, she says, the next time you feel left out and your friends all go out to brunch together and they don't invite you, let them. Or maybe the person that you're dating doesn't want a commitment, let them. Um, or your spouse, they don't want to run the 5K that you've been asking them to run, let them. And the concept is about how much energy it takes us to try to control people um, rather than tapping into peace that we would get on the flip side. Yes. And also she says, which I love this, this is the part that is powerful, is like, first of all, it's really hard to do what, she, what she's saying, but but the positive, the, the thing that you can gain from this, the reason why it's so powerful is when they do the thing that you're letting them do, when you're allowing them to just show up as they choose to show up, then you don't have to put any, it takes the guesswork out of it. You know their true colors right out the gate. You know their intentions, you know whatever, and there's no muddying of the waters. And then you get the power, you harness all the power because you then get to make a decision for yourself based on what they've shown you by themselves. And there's no gray area. And I think that's what I love about this, you know? Um, I think it's, this is a toughie for me. I, I Some things we talk about, I feel like I've mastered and other things I'm like, oh, dang, that hits hard. And this is one of those, like, this is hard. <laughs> yes. And I don't think that it's always obvious that we try to control people because we can do it in very passive ways um, with words or with love or with whatever we try to get our way. I think like it's a lot of people, like that's a human struggle to meet a need that we want and we want another human to do that. Um, and I think if we look at relationships like that or expecting certain things from certain relationships, I mean, that, that in essence is we're trying to like manufacture some sort of control. Right. Um, rather than allowing people their space to make their choices, do what they're going to do. And it sounds easier than said than done, like let them. And it's not just like letting them, but it's, oh, you don't want to run the 5K? Okay, that's cool. Well, I'm still going to do it. And I'm not going to make you feel bad about it. Like there's things that are linked to that. Yes. And if you then go, let's just take this a, like a little bit further. Like if you then go run the 5K, you might meet a person there who really loves running 5Ks just like you do. And then let's say you're dating the person who didn't want to run the 5K. Then you can be with the person who loves to run the 5K. Like, you know, it's an opportunity to find your tribe, find your true people, find the people who want to be let to do the same things that you are let to do, you know? Yes. It opens doors. Yes. And like, I think there's like an Eastern philosophy of, of like the situation is not what's causing your sadness. It's the resistance to, or the reaction to this, that your response is what's causing the sadness. 
Mm, and you know, like when we went to see, when Lindsay and I went to see uh, Deepak Chopra, he talked a lot about that. You know, do you remember? He was like, it's not when you see, I mean, this gets like really deep and it it's hard for me to kind of wrap my head around, mm-hmm. but it's like, when you see that cup on the table, it's not, it's your reaction to that cup that's actually allowing you to see that cup. It's not the cup itself. That is really deep. Yeah, that probably went over my head. <laughs> but, but if, but it's that really simplified, uh-huh. you know, um, it's our reaction to everything that creates our world. The world is what we create it to be. Um, and this is just like a silly example, but Lindsay, let's say that you and I like went somewhere together and, um, like someone jumped in front of us in line at the North star in Clintonville. And I was like beside myself over it. Like, you know, we can't eat here. We have to leave. I am done with this place. I'm over it. Like no one respects the line. And you would be like, who cares? Like, let's just let them in front of, you know, it's like we created completely different situations off of the same uh, or really different outcomes off of the same situation just based on our response to it. Right. Yeah. Um, And that is life. It is life. And I think in all those situations, at least the minor ones, like you're talking about, we're the only ones that are thinking about it and being inconvenienced for it. And we're the ones that are mulling over it and losing sleep. Like that person doesn't care. Right. So the more we get worked up with those scenarios where we feel left out or we feel like somebody doesn't want to do something or somebody doesn't care as much as we do. I mean, they're all very human things that I think a lot of people can relate to, but like you said, like our reaction, that's what, I don't know, just gets us. It's just like so much energy (laughs) spent on that reaction. Yeah. Where we could be like, Oh, that was annoying. Moving on. Right. You know, and obviously like, that's a very silly example, but like, you know, if you've ever been pushed out of a job or, um, you know, something that could be interpreted as way more life-changing, like, obviously that's very, very difficult, but it really is like, you know, just paving the path for you to go in the right direction. and. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I think in, in situations like that, I remember I was let go from a job many moons ago, but I was on maternity leave. So there's a whole thing about that. And I had people being like, you should sue or whatever. And the reality was I didn't have energy for that. I just had a new baby. <laughs> and part of me, it was kind of like, well, just trusting that another door was going to open. And until yeah. then I was going to spend time with my kid. And so I think like that was maybe the first time that I really had, maybe there's other ones, but that was the first time where I had to live out that mentality of just let it be when I could have maybe exhausted another option that would have been very stressful for me and would have taken my attention away from being a new mom and all that. And so I think we have to decide like, is it worth it? Is it worth your peace? Yeah. Is it worth it to do that? Or do we trust that like, in that situation, I mean, I will find a new job, like believing that I am capable enough that I will find a new opportunity that's 
that's going to work. Yeah. I don't want to work there anymore anyways, because they just let me go. And if you, so. carry, if you, and if you carry yourself well, and you just lift your chin up and move forward and say, let them like, it's their loss. They lost a good employee or they lost a good friend or they lost a good spouse or, you know, whatever it is, because you carry yourself on with dignity and grace and you move forward with the confidence that something better is going to come your way. Um, and of course you wish them well and along the way, you know, and, and definitely not easy, but, um, I really can't think of a time when that has like strayed me wrong when I've, when I've done that, I, we just had, I like, I'm hesitant to even talk about it, but it's very, um, current and fresh. And, um, but like this week I, we had invited a family member of mine to live here with us, um, to help out and, um, in exchange for a place to live. And it just, for the last few weeks, it's just been weighing heavy on my heart that it just wasn't working out. And the living arrangements were just not working out. And I kept giving direction to the family member and it, and it, and it just wasn't being followed through with properly, or, you know, there were things that just weren't going well. And I was, it was taking everything in my power not to try to control the situation. Um, but I just, I gave the direction once and I just let it be. And I don't think I even really realized till I listened to this Mel Robbins piece that that's what I was doing. Um, but it was what I was doing. I was giving that person an opportunity to respond and take responsibility and initiative. And then they didn't. And so I was able to then say, this isn't working out for us. Yeah. Um, I gave you this responsibility and I didn't push it. I told you once, but I shouldn't have to say it any more times. And, you know, so then we had to just today that my, that family member left and isn't living with us anymore. And there's no hard feelings. It just, it just wasn't working out. But um, during those three weeks, I think I was overstressing myself because I was thinking about it all the time and I was trying to control the situation. And in hindsight, you know, I lost a lot of peace the last three weeks in my home, just mulling over that. And I wish yeah. I could get that back. You know, I, you know, I don't know. I relate to that a lot. I mean, it does take a lot of emotional energy when you don't want to, you just want things to be good and you don't want it to be difficult. It's stressful, especially when it's family and people that you love. Yeah, for sure. Which is, that's when it usually is the most stressful, right? Cause you're you have a connection, you have feelings, there's emotion there. Otherwise it wouldn't be stressful. Like, yeah. you know, if you're, if the random stranger at the grocery store turned around and said, I don't like you, that holds a lot less weight than if your mom calls you and says, I don't like you, you know, like mm -hmm. there's a reason why there's more stress there. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah. and I think like, it's interesting too, because clearly like Mel Robbins, I'm not sure how old she is. I mean, she's older than we are. But like, if this is something that women in her age group are dealing with, which is probably so considering she has like millions of followers and that's something she's choosing to talk about on her platform. And this is something that we're dealing with in our age bracket. How much more hard is it for our kids to, to understand this concept? And like, yeah. I think it's important to pass this down to 
children to help to allow them to know like these <laughs> types of things for better or worse are skills that you're going to have to learn and carry through forever and ever and ever. Amen. So yes. the earlier we can grasp it, not that we expect them to be perfect at age nine, but like, let people be like, you can only control you. You cannot control your friends and you can't choose for your friends. But I think these things are, are things that I hope to, you know, really impart on my kids because again, if we're, if I'm 40 and I still struggle with it, I think the, the earlier we practice these things, the better we'll get at being able to recognize it and letting things go or speaking up when we're supposed to speak up or walking away or whatever it is. Yeah. And like with everything we discuss here, like, I think there's, these are all kind of like fine line topics. That's why they're hard. And that's why we like to discuss them. But like, in this situation, I don't think that this means, and I don't think that anyone is suggesting that you should not voice your opinions or not communicate clearly. You know, this isn't a way to like get out of open and clear communication yeah. by any means. This is not the easy route. Um, so if it feels like the easy route is probably not the right route, you probably need to communicate openly or clearly first. Um, but once you've done that and they still aren't responding at all or appropriately, then that's when you say, okay, like I've said my piece, I've made my piece. And now the piece P E A C E comes from me letting them choose their choices, you know? Yeah. Um, but dang, yeah. that's hard. <laughs> it is hard. And I think some part of it too, like I have worked on through the years, but not being offended or like when it comes to not being included with things or not being the first to know information or something like that, like my natural feelings are maybe like, oh, bummed or offended or something like it's a personal thing, but a lot yeah. of these things aren't personal things for the, no. for the other person, you know? And right. so that's part of the whole thing too, is just if you let people be and you don't make everything about you, <laughs> it's yeah. easier to see the bigger picture. Yeah. And I think the the answer to this can be found in um, like the serenity prayer, right? Like God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can and wisdom to know the difference. Like that's basically what we're talking about here is like that in a nutshell. Um yeah. Uh, for those of you who are believers, that's basically that boiled down to the let them theory. Let them. I like it. Yeah. I'm challenged by it. I, I think it's, it's good. I liked what she said. And I do think it's a tool that will change our lives. Yeah. And I think like the, 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 uh, the way that you can know when to activate the let them theory is when you get that initial ping of, oh my gosh, my feelings are hurt. That is like your like ding, 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 activate, let them theory, you know? Um, and instead of being responsive to that or re reactive to that, uh, quick to speak, quick to fight back, quick to whatever, that's when you kind of just have to practice letting this let them theory and maybe take a step back instead of forward you know step back let 
them, watch how they react, and then, you know, move forward. And I am very reactive. So that is, again, this is really challenging for me. Yeah. Um, Yes, me too. And I think most people probably. Um, Okay, wait, are we going to keep going or? Yeah. Okay, so hold on. Let's take a break and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back. Um, all right, so Christy, let's talk about ways that you and I are going to put this theory into practice and let them. Um, I'll start because I think I have something on my mind. I feel like I easily either tell Justin or a friend, and I just am really good at being like, blah, 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 this is what happened. And <laughs> not thinking it's a big deal by just whatever venting or whatever you want to call it. And most of the time it's not a big deal, but is that even worth it? Or does that stir me up even more? Right. Like it, you're still, it's still letting you, it's still getting the best of you if you're having yeah. further discussion about it. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I'm so to, to it. guilty of that. I pretty much like, I noticed this about myself. And I even said something to my sister about it a couple months ago. I was like, I'm not going to, like, I pretty much after every single time I leave a family thing, (laughs) I like vent to my sister about something that happened. And I love my family, but you know, everyone has their like things. And I, I catch myself doing the same thing with Seth or whatever too. Like, I just feel the need to like voice my complaint. Why? Because- (laughs) yeah like I don't need to give any energy to that um I think something that I have I I really do think that that meditation helps with this a lot um because when you learn to meditate and I am by no means a meditation master um and before anyone gets super offended about meditation I want you to know that the word meditate is used throughout the entire Bible multiple times, by the way. But um, uh, it it just means sitting in silence and being comfortable with the discomfort. It, you know, that's what I've learned a lot through meditation, whether it's meditative prayer or just sitting in silence. Um, you have to, when you're meditating, you sit and you don't move and you're quiet. That's one form of meditation. And there are so many times when I've had a sensation of itching on my back and I feel it. I physically feel the itch, but I sit there and I focus my energy on my breath instead of that itch. And I've taught myself to ignore the itch truly. Like I can, if I'm really in a deep meditative state, I can ignore that itch because I focus my energy, I bring my awareness to my breath more than I do to that itch. And that is essentially this, right? Like, yeah. If you can learn, if you can learn to meditate, I think it's so powerful to let them because you can, instead of harvesting or harnessing anger and resentment inside or the feeling of being hurt or left out, you can learn just like the itch on your back to ignore that sensation and focus on something more positive 
or fulfilling or give the energy to someone who deserves and appreciates, you know, and your energy goes to your quote unquote breath instead of the quote unquote itch on your back. Yeah, that's good. I I think meditation would be huge here. And one thing that someone, uh, I forget who, maybe Dan Harris, he has a meditation app. That's pretty much where I learned to meditate through his 10% happier app. Um, He said once, like, imagine whatever it is and watch it in your mind float out to sea and leave it out to sea and then watch the waves come back into the shore. And that's just a nice, like, little mind hack that you can practice, like, whenever something, whenever someone cuts you off in traffic, like, send it out to sea and watch the waves come back in without it, you know. Yeah. Um, I know that's a little woo woo, but it's just, no, but it's a visual, I mean, visualization visual. is yeah. huge and that's part of a whole meditative state. And that's how people learn to, it's all about, to me, like this whole thing is all about habits. It's about breaking a habit that we're used to. We're used to being offended. We're used to being, um, thinking things are about us. We're used to making things into a bigger deal that don't need to be a bigger deal. And those are habitual patterns that we've done for better or worse. It's not a guilty thing. It's just, we've you've exercised that. Mu- you've exercised that muscle. Yeah. You know? So and- now it's, well, we realize that's not good for us and probably not great for the people around us. So then what are we going to do instead? Um, and another thing, I think I've shared this before that somebody told me, and it's a similar, like, goes along with visualization or those concepts, but, um, it's the notion of, is it going to matter in five years or not? And most of the time the answer is no. So then you can drop it. If it's a huge friendship blowout and something happened or whatever. Yeah. That's going to need attention. And you can't just be like, well, let them like, that's a big deal. And you want to not let them. And you want to like, this is going to be a whole thing. Um, but if it's the, it's the little everyday moments that we're talking about, because people aren't perfect and stress happens and you're going to get cut off in the traffic and you're going to be frustrated with something all the time. If you want, if you let it, um, those are the things we're talking about. And so I feel like having that perspective of like, okay, is this going to really matter in the long haul? If the answer is no, I probably can just choose to let it go. Um, And some of that is like, we got to watch the people that we associate with. And if we're around people that, you know, are cranky all the time and like to complain about everything and then like either make them your accountability partner and get them on board with the, the whole idea or maybe distance yourself. Yeah going to be hard yeah. for you to make new patterns when people all they want to do is be in the complaint department mm-hmm. yeah and I, when I guess you're saying that I'm thinking to myself like these are the the mind is so powerful I, I feel like we don't give it enough credit but like yes I have made a habit of you know um complaining to my sister after every time I leave my mom's house or something like Am I, so am I subconsciously the whole time I'm at my mom's house, like looking for things all subconsciously, I I don't recognize it, but like, 
could I be looking for things to go wrong? Like, could I be giving that energy there? Could I be like the law of attraction? Could I be attracting problems at my mom's house? Because I'm then looking for a thing to say to my sister afterwards. Like, I don't know. I don't know how much you fall into that, like the secret and the law of attraction and all that stuff, but the mind is very powerful. And I mean, I'm sure some of that plays into it, but I also just think if we tell ourselves so-and-so annoys us, then we're only going to be annoyed by them. Yeah. You know, like everything they do and say, we're going to be like, uncle Ned, there he goes again, being weird. You know, like we're not going to even catch the moments where he's not weird because we're just like waiting for him to be weird. So I think like, and again, nobody's perfect. We're probably all guilty as charged, but I love this philosophy because I do think it is a, what it, it's better for us. This is why the philosophy is good. Cause it's better for each of us in the long run. It's not about anybody else. It's about yeah. adopting something that frees you up to have more energy and peace. Um, yeah. In the long run. So I love that. Should we make this our July challenge? Like, should, like should each we, day, like, yeah, like something to let go. Yeah. Like, or, or just even like have a moment where you consciously recognize that this would be a good time to let them like, it's, it's not about like achieving anything or walking a certain amount of miles. It's just like having that honest moment with yourself where you're like, Oh, this would be a good opportunity for me to practice this theory and see how it goes and let it wash out to see, um, and see how that changes your days. I mean, it truly, this is a truly life-changing theory because like we've already said, you create your, you create your day, you, you emotionally create your day. So, um, if you free up your mind with all of that head junk, head trash, man, the amount of energy and time you'd have to squeeze in a workout or, you know, do something else that would benefit your body or your family or your, you know, children. Um, how powerful. Yeah. Wait, I want to give one example because if people are like, well, I don't really know how I'm going to do that every day. Here's an example that just popped up in my head that happened this morning. I've been asking the older boys to do 30 minutes of reading before they do anything else in the morning. So um, this morning I was waking up and getting able ready. Jude's an early riser and he I, oh, I asked him a question, but he was reading his book. So he was not happy with me because I threw him off. Yeah. But instead of responding that that was rude or that he shouldn't talk to me like that, I let it go because he was reading and that probably was annoying that I was interrupting. And I like, kind of just like gave him his moment to be annoyed with me. And then I went upstairs and came back downstairs and he's like, Hey mom, and like, it really wasn't personal. He wasn't mad at me. He wasn't trying to be rude. He just, he really was annoyed. We're allowed to be annoyed. He was annoyed for a minute because I asked him a question. He was in the middle of the stuff. And this is something that I personally just struggle with. Just not like kids behaviors or trying to like correct them all the time. And I'm in the practice of like letting them have a little bit more like grace when they're snippy because they're not perfect, you know? Um, So that was something today. It's so small and so dumb, but I realized like, gosh, I need to be 
more flexible with my um, parenting in that department. Yeah. And, and even with your spouse, like when you were talking, I was thinking like, I am so uncomfortable when Seth is annoyed with me. Like when Seth is annoyed with me, that makes me feel so like I need to fix it or I need to like figure out what happened. Why is he frustrated? Like, and it's just so normal and natural for the people that you spend so much time with to get annoyed with you every once in a while. And it's like, Seth and I just had this conversation. He was like, it's not like, you know, he, he was like, I'm just annoyed with you. It's okay. I'm allowed to be annoyed <laughs> with you right now. Like it, you don't need to, we don't need to have a big discussion about it. Like I'm not calling my attorney. We're not getting, I'm just <laughs> annoyed with you. Like, just yeah. let me be annoyed with you right now. And, and I was like, okay, like I, yes. And this is kind of what you're saying. Like it's exactly it. Give the people the space to feel the way that they feel and don't try to change that. Like mm-hmm. Seth in that moment had every right to be annoyed with me. I was probably like trying to micromanage him or do what I, you know, whatever. And, and yes, I love that. I think that's great. Yeah, I do too. And it, it makes me sad that I'm like, gosh, I wish I could just do this more naturally, but we're human. And I think like, especially when you're raising kids, you want them to be respectful and to talk to us respectfully. But I'm like, gosh, again, if we're, if we can't do it perfectly as adults, they're not going to be able to do it perfectly. And truly it's not a reflection of their character. They're just like learning and growing and they need to be in a safe space too, where they're allowed to not be perfect. And, um, I think like parenting or being married is like, you know, I've heard it said this and it truly is. It's just like a mirror all the time being held up to like yeah. reflect the things that we need to work on good and bad. And, um, you know, always kind of showing us our strengths and weaknesses. And this is one area that I do feel like everybody can figure out a way or a relationship where they can, you know, let go a little bit. Yes. Yes, for sure. Um, oh my gosh. Okay. Yes. I think that's awesome. Let's do it. Let's make this our July challenge. Shall we? Like, why not? Let them, Um, let them go. And this is, this is, this is not as measurable as walk 30 minutes a day or get your feet on the ground. So you guys are going to really have to, I don't know what I like to do is like put this on a mirror or put it on your phone so that you see it and you remember it. Like these, that phrase, let them put that somewhere so you can see it and remind yourself that because when you've, when you've not exercised this muscle, you're going to have to do some major work there. Well, we're Um, all just going to have to get tattoos on our wrists that say let. Okay. (laughs) And we're just going to do that. So that's the challenge. I love that. Send us a picture and prove it. Yes. 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 Speaking of tattoos, I, we (laughs) ordered from this like temporary site and it was supposed to last two weeks, but I put it on my wrist and I kind of think I liked it. So we'll see. Oh, yes. I saw it. I was like arrows, but yeah, it reminded me when I said, I, I told my, oh my gosh. What? I don't know. It was a very loud boom. Oh, um, I told myself I was done getting tattoos, but then I saw um, someone the other day who had a piece of artwork that their child drew tattooed 
on their arm. And I, and I was like, okay, maybe I do need one more tattoo. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Well, it depends okay. on how cute the, the drawing The was. artwork is. Yeah, Ruby's a pretty good artist. Okay. Um, all right, I need to pack up and figure out what that gigantic boom was that just occurred outside of my home. Okay. So okay, well. um, everyone go <laughs> let them except for the neighbors who just blew up something next door. I got to go shut that down. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.